This message from this week's parsha is from Lekutei Siches Chelek Yud Ches Parsha Shlach Sicha Number Two. There is a classic explanation which helps us to understand how these great giants of the Jewish people, the Miraglim, the spies that were chosen by none other than Moshe Rabbeinu himself, could have failed so epically in their mission to come back with a report about Israel. The classic explanation is that it was not it wasn't only it wasn't just the knives and the swords and the and the spears of the enemy that they came back afraid of, but they really came back afraid of was the the uh, change in culture that they realized would happen when the Jewish people go into Israel. Where in the desert they were basically immersed in a world of, of learning Torah and the davening and being very, very spiritual. And they realize that when they're going to go into Eretz Yisrael, they're going to have to get their hands dirty and they're going to have to get jobs and have to make a living and they're going to have to make a dide betachtoinim. But really betachtoinim. They're going to have to lower themselves down to the very, very lowest elements of existence and try to bring godliness over there, and that frightened them. And that truly frightened them. And the truth is, it should frighten every, anybody. To have to go to a world of darkness and make it light is a frightening uh, prospect. So it's not that uh, they doubted Hashem's, Hashem's ability to protect the Jewish people from the dangers of the enemy, but rather they were afraid that the that they and the Jews would fail in this mission, and they were much they would prefer much more that they stay in a world of spirituality and stay disconnected from the reality of planet Earth, and instead live live as angels as Malachim in the desert. But yet you see that despite this wonderful spiritual uh, intention of theirs, Hashem became extremely upset. And they were punished, and they died, and they caused the Jewish people to wander in the desert for 40 years. And a litany of other consequences came out of this misguided approach by the spies. And yet, all that, despite the fact that it was based on a very noble and a very spiritual premise. The reason why it's so terrible, the reason why their approach was so terrible, is because Hashem specifically intentionally created a world of action. So anytime a person minimizes the importance of action, is not just is not just minimizing something that is important. You are minimizing the very purpose for which Hashem created the world. Or to put it in more stark terms, Hashem built a world of action, and when you minimize the importance of action, you are ripping down Hashem's world. And even if you are not, God forbid, insisting that people should do sins. You're just insisting that people should prefer study and learning and davening and spirituality. And the action is not so important. The details of halacha, the details of the mitzvah, and the and the and the sense of urgency to do a mitzvah is not that important. It's more being chsiddish, being being uh, from being God fearing, being being more important than doing, that is ripping down Hashem's world. So when the Miraglim came back and said, ah, we, don't, we can't go to Israel because in Israel we're going to have to get our hands dirty with all kinds of action. We're going to low down to the world of Misa and action. Let's stay spiritual. Despite their noble intention, this was an act of ripping down Hashem's world. And this really upset Hashem. And how marvelous is it that we have the ability to do anything 
to Hashem's world. If the Miraglim had the ability to do something that made Hashem so angry, meaning that Hashem is vulnerable to, to, to us, to them, that means because that means that Hashem is vulnerable to our mitzvahs. That means that the world is in our hands. Hashem's cherished world is in our hands. We can destroy it. We can build it. And that's why Hashem got, gets angry. If Hashem is all powerful and we are just little ants and we can't do anything and He can do anything, and what's the difference what we say or what we or what we think or what what report the spies come back with? What's the difference? Hashem made a world of action and the world will be a world of action. So what if ten Jewish guys don't agree? But that's not the way it is. That's not the way Hashem created the world. Hashem created the world and made the world and Himself vulnerable to our bechira chafshes, to our free choice. And that's why when they came back and spoke the way they did, Hashem was very upset and they were punished to make an example for everybody. And the consequences were terrible. To send a message across the generations that that the main thing is action. You find this entire lesson in the Gemara where it says that out of all the names of all of the spies, the only one that we have a lesson from is Sisur ben Michael. As far as the names, as far as their names go, which one of their names sends us a lesson? The Gemara says we only have one, and that is Sisur ben Michael. Sisur is connected to the Hebrew word for destruction, meaning that the spies destroyed Hashem's work, or Hashem worked to make a world of action, a world of work, and they came back and tried to make it a world of theory and a world of meditation. So Sisur, they destroyed Hashem's work. How is it possible that a human being, a Jew, could destroy Hashem's work? Ben Michael. Ben means the child of, the result of. Michael. Micha means, or is related to the word mach, which means to make yourself low and vulnerable. And then, of course, the next half of the word is Hashem's name. Because Hashem made himself vulnerable and humble and gave the world into our hands, for that reason it's possible that Sisor, that a Jew could destroy Hashem's work. And that you have to proceed with the humility and the appreciation and the love for the fact that Hashem gave this to you and you have to deal with it correctly. And if in those days, by the Maraglim, by the Jews of that generation, there was this possibility of making this mistake, of misunderstanding Hashem's intention, and thinking that it's more important to be holy than it is to do a mitzvah, then certainly nowadays we have to put an extra effort to remind ourselves all the time how important it is to get the mitzvah done and not be distracted by being frum or being chsiddish or being holy to do the mitzvah, to get the mitzvahs done. It's important to remember that and never forget it. On the other hand, nowadays, because we are so much simpler, our our greatness, our qualities are so reduced compared to the Jews of the generation of the Moshe Rabbeinu, we also have to have the opposite reminder. And that is that our actions need to be permeated with love for Hashem. So we need to have both reminders both to remember that action is the most important thing, but also to remember that action needs to be infused with liveliness, 
with Lebedekite. It needs to be illuminated with the light that comes from having a connection with Hashem, from trying to work on Avas Hashem, loving Hashem, and then the actions are luminous and beautiful.